You're listening to the Talk is Jeep podcast, a discussion of everything and anything related to Jeep life. These conversations are recorded live, and the opinions stated here have not been checked for sobriety. Now, here are your hosts, Art Aldrich and Tom Chartrand. Here's to everybody enjoying their Sunday morning. <laughs> right. It's a it's frigid a, it, Sunday morning. It is. I don't know what the temperature is up where you are. I know for me, it's about a real feel of uh, 10 degrees. About the same. 20 and probably a real feel of about 15. So yes, this we'll be keeping a... Julius in the garage today. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, today we're, we're talking about your Jeep build. You've named your jeep julius you were out uh, yesterday i believe uh filming we were stuff. in the wind yeah we were out out by the beach in the wind uh as a reminder that uh julius is a beach jeep before a trail jeep as will be a uh, a, a reminder throughout my description of uh of my tj <laughs> my jeep story starts back uh, wait, you know, when my kids were little and it started as a, uh, 1986 Toyota four runner. And, uh, that was my first foray into four wheeling. And I would take the kids out to Nauset beach in Orleans. I live here on Cape Cod. And, um, I really only got started with a Jeep in uh, 2002 when I got my first TJ, it was a, uh, Oh one Wrangler X a black one and I couldn't find any pictures, but the kids were super little and uh, that became our beach Jeep. And uh, that, that brought my son all the way through high school. And uh, I remember the day that we uh, trashed it, it was rusted out from, from all the beach time. And uh, I didn't have another one until COVID hit. And uh, we had talked about Jeeps. I had done a jamboree with you, like we spoke about. Uh, we took your JL down to the uh, Tennessee mountains, and I was ready to buy <laughs> a Jeep on site until I got home and uh, my wife uh, talked some sense into me. And um, we went looking for a Jeep, and uh, I found one. I searched the internet, obviously couldn't really go shopping for one, and uh, and found a great guy down in South Carolina who fixed up old Jeeps and uh, found a beautiful 03 Sahara, because I really wanted to have a two-door uh, uh, two TJ, and um, flew down, brought it home, and um, Julius was born. Uh, and Julius is just one of my favorite fish songs, we're fish heads. And uh, to me, it's like the ultimate driving song. It's just got the beat, it's got everything. And so we decided to call it Julius and um, outfitted it as such. Um, but my whole scheme was to keep the Wrangler as close, not to stock, but keep it looking as you know, OEM as I could. We did a little, a few modifications. The the gentleman I bought it from in South Carolina put a four inch spring lift on it, Terraflex Falcon. And um, we're on the beach yesterday and um, we decided to uh, take it down to our favorite spot. We love to go and look at sunsets down there when the sun is out, but it was a, a, a very gray, cloudy day. And, um, but there's Julius light khaki. And, uh, what you'll see from the video here is, um, 
it's got the LED lights. It's got the uh, the Smitty short bumpers on it. It's got a Smitty built uh, winch. And um, we've kept it as close to the Jeep look as we can. Um, kept it mostly body color. If it's not black, uh, then it's light khaki. So I've got 33-inch uh, Goodyear's on it. I can't remember the make, but um, of the of the rims, uh, the wheels that are on it. But um, originally it had 35s, and to me that was a little bit too big. So um, I put 33s on, and it's served it served us really well for you know what we do. Hi there, Am. <laughs> and I put some uh, some whited out little little accessory modifications like the whited out lights. So if it's not black gold, it's white. And um, you know any real modifications I've done to it have been um, after we've been on a Jeep jamboree and I've broken something. So I've had uh, I've busted tie rod, and um, most of the work has been underneath. You know, so I've uh, outfitted it with some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was one where I took a real big hit on a rock. Thank you for uh, capturing that. <laughs> I think that was in Killington <laughs> when we did that one. Yes, that was yeah, that was up in Killington. Uh, that is my my beach cheap uh, angel there. She uh, reminds me that it's uh, to be ridden on a beach. And that's where we do love it. You know, we love it out there. Uh, that's Sandy Neck, which is one of the beaches that we go to. That's the backside looking over the marsh and Nossa Beach, uh, where we go out to quite a bit. Um, but I've got some, you know, skid plates underneath. Um, I've, you know, brought up the things that I've broken, the, the tie rod and things like that with more heavy duty stuff. So really the only severe modifications are just, you know, securing it underneath. Um, got the, uh, the JKS disconnects right there. Uh, the license plate is Julius. Your end is the road is a, another fish song, uh, called, uh, possum. And, uh, you know, really I'm, I'm not as technical. So, you know, a lot of it was done when I got it, but, um, you know, I've gotten some of the, the, the Terraflex, um, the, the diff boxes to just, just to heavy duty it up when it does take a hit, it can survive it. I really like these rockers here. It's a, a short step. They're, they're uh, removable. And um, the, you know, it, it works out well. Melissa's not super tall, so she can, you know, grab that and get in. And um, it does give a level of protection, not super protection underneath, but, um, but it's been good for what we put it through. And um and those, I can't remember, but I can provide that. I did uh, make a badge for it. It was not trail rated, but uh, as you can see, it's beach rated, uh, as is a constant reminder. And um, those are the wheels. And, you know, so it's it's really lightly modified. And um, everything is Rugged Ridge. It does have a uh, aftermarket top on it. That's Rugged Ridge. And, um, and some of the stuff inside is as well. And... Uh, those are the uh, fish adornments that that uh, that we have for it. Constant reminder: people are always uh, honking and waving and and doing that inside. I, you know, it's very basic stuff. Um, it's a there's a MagSafe charger and it works great. It does not. I've never had the phone fall off it when we've been on the trail. I do everything through the stock radio with a little uh, FM converter and it sounds great. I can take calls on it, charge a second phone. 
uh, driven by design, a little bit of an extender for storage that I have on the front. It fits in there really well. Um, like I said, everything's fairly stock. Um, I've got a bikini top that I leave up all year round on the roll bar. And, um, you know, that's colored like the vehicle as well. And, uh, you know, we just love it. <laughs> and that's when, pretty much my Jeep story. <laughs> when when you were looking to purchase your uh, your Jeep, yeah. like, what? Because you you said you went to a guy who was in South Carolina, right. but it probably wasn't your intention to find a Jeep from South Carolina. Just tell me about that process of looking for your Jeep. Like, what was your criteria? What what did you find locally like why did you go down to south carolina for this jeep like talk about that the backstory a bit sure sure well you know we had met somebody on the trail in tennessee and he had a really nicely outfitted rubicon i think it was an 01 and um the price was a little bit up there so really the you know the price of the jeep capability and when i ran across this guy who was modifying old jeeps he would buy him sell him fix him with his son and somebody i found on facebook i won't put his name out there right now but um number one there wasn't much available it was during covid we had decided since we always take a, a trip um that there weren't going to be we didn't know what what the story was going to be so you know we decided we'd like to get another jeep and um at least get to the beach you know as as you know that's Again, I said that would be the tale of the story. When I was looking for a Jeep, I wanted something that was trail rugged, but the reminder was we're going to spend most of our time on the beach with it. So that was sort of the criteria. I ran across this guy. We did a uh, FaceTime walkthrough um, showing the car. He had built it up from, he had bought it from somebody who was a, a, a senior citizen. Um, and, you know, he and his son put it together. And so, and the price was right. So we decided that this was going to be the Jeep if it performed well uh, and, and all that. Um, he had taken it on, not a jamboree, but on a trail ride and sent me all the recordings of it. It, it was an unorthodox purchase. But um, number one, I was looking forward to the possibility of getting something that had always been driven down south that wasn't exposed to salt air, salt water, um, and all that. And that was going on four years now. And I've got close to 90,000 miles on it and really no, no rust to speak of, which I'm super happy about. In fact, when I bought it from him and he found out I was driving it back up north, he said, not New England, because <laughs> he knew it was going to, you know, be exposed to the elements. And now you, um, you, you haven't put 90,000 miles on it yourself, have you? No, when I got no, it, I okay. think I, I I have put about 25. I think it had somewhere in the 60s on it at the time. But I've, we put a lot of miles on it. And, um, you know, it gets a bath every time it comes in from the beach. And, uh, you know, it it has held up really, really well. We're super happy with it. Yeah, as you say, you know, your beach Jeep. But, like, what would be your next mod? Let's just take normal life restrictions out of the way is there something that you'd like to do to the jeep that you know you haven't done yet or um i know you said if you break something that's very common when i break something i usually make it better 
but is there something you'd right. like to do to the Jeep that you haven't done for you know various reasons? I mean, all restrictions off, it would be great to have lockers on it, um, front or back, you know, so something that would give it the ability to perform a little bit better on the trail. Um, that would be number, I mean, number two, number one would be, um, uh, better tires, something that could be a mud and snow type of tire rather than the, uh, the all-terrain, um, something that would grip a little bit better. And, you know, so something that could get me up and over things a little more strategically and, um, just, you know, on a whim, it would be great to have those, those cameras like you have, because they are, you know, awesome to see what's in front of you, be able to, you know, see the rocks that you're climbing over and some of the ones that might crunch, uh, on the way down. So ultimately those would be the kind of things that I would, I would love to do, but, but I love it being a relatively clean stock look. So, you know, I think that's probably where I, I want to have things, um, you know, cause we just love it as it is. It's, it's just a fun Jeep and, and, uh, you know, those would be, you know, the tires, lockers, and um, I think that's it. <laughs> it's a modest Jeep. It's, it's a, you know, it's not it over is, the yeah. top. It's, uh, it's clean. Um, have you, like, I know most of the work I did on my Jeep, I didn't trust myself to, to do too much mechanically. Uh, I mean, I don't even right. have, I don't even have a garage. Like you, you you have a garage at least. I mean, I have a garage. It's just full of video gear. I can't even get a vehicle in there. And meat. Video gear and meat. Yeah, video gear and meat. But um, has there been stuff that you would like to do yourself that um, like mechanically to it that um, you'd consider, you know, under circumstances or? Ultimately, I don't trust myself. I don't, I'm not that all knowing and knowledgeable about cars. Um, what I mean, an immediate thing I'd love to do is I'd love to on the Smitty winch. Um, there's two little areas there where I could put some led lights. I would love to do that. Um, to put some leds, learn a little bit about wiring and, and have that. So that would be a, a third minor upgrade that I'd love to do myself is just put a couple of leds right there just for driving at night when we're at the beach in the summertime sunset hits it's a little bit dark um and that would be nice to have so i'm not um you know hurting for for that but i'd like to learn how to do that kind of stuff but i let the free market work we've got a great shop um specialized uh truck um in uh, yarmouth they do all my work and um you know, they're great. They check it out once a year, get it all going, ready for whatever punishment um, you pull me into. <laughs> well, my first Jeep, I tried to off-road it, not knowing anything, you know, at, right. age, at age 18, <laughs> you know, buried it up to the, uh, to the doors in a mud hole, you know, had to be, you know, <laughs> towed out by, uh, you know, rescue tow. And that was my first off-road experience, not knowing, you know, anything. Right. And then, and then, okay. At that time, there were still print magazines. There was a four-wheel and off-road, right? And and four-wheeler. So I started reading those and trying to find. Oh, I can do this to my Jeep. I could buy this part. I could. So the first thing I did was put a winch on. <laughs> you know. Right. And again, not 
being like pull yourself out of trouble well not being super automotive technical like that was something that was like a bolt-on that i felt like i could manage and i did it it wasn't you know i i remember like you know one of the bolts you know wasn't going in straight you know i think it was held in by three instead of four but those are things that happen (laughs) when when you're you know as they say a shade tree mechanic and um (laughs) i i think I, I personally feel like, okay, I did put some things onto uh, my Jeep, this, you know, current Jeep. Like I did some of the work. I did the bumpers and things like that, or at least the front bumper. Right. And uh, the winch and, the, you know, some of the bits like that. Things that going at highway speed, if I fucked it up, wouldn't be You'd catastrophic. Be right. <laughs> how's, how's Julius been mechanically as a 2003 Jeep? just as a jeep as a vehicle has been fantastic i've had very little maintenance that i've had to do to it you know as many you know tj owners will say after time the check engine light is on and it stays on i think it's a sensor or something but it has been flawless mechanically i haven't knock on uh, knock on some particle board here um have never had to do any special work to it um you know, we're we're getting up there in the mileage side of things, and I'm just doing routine maintenance, change the oil, and um, it is really held up well uh, throughout time. So I've, I've got to say that we've been we've been really lucky. But you know, those the you know those engines just if you take care of them, everybody says you take care of them, keep it clean, uh, keep the oil changing, you know, you really have very little that you need to do. I mean, really the, the main thing that drives us crazy is, uh, the heater blower doesn't work until you get to the third notch. So you got to have it blasting all the time. So really it's just a, you know, the heater fan might need a replacement, but that's the only thing I've been through. And I hope that's all that I have to go through. (laughs) How's the cabin comfort in Julius? we're not super picky, you know, the, the, the Sahara model had a little bit nicer seats than what they used to be. Um, you know, you'll attest to the fact that the clutch is really hard to drive. It's not like one of the, the newer, it's a very bumpy it ride. Is a heavy, it's very it is stiff. A heavy clutch. It's a super very heavy, heavy clutch. clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually brought it in after you drove it and the guy's like, no, it's, the best I've ever seen a TJ. I'm like, no, I think something's wrong with it. He's like, no, 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 it's a TJ, but no, it's, it's comfortable. We keep the, uh, the back seat out of it. So um, it's really storage. We've got backpack in there, a grill beach chairs. We've got a uh, portable uh, bathroom tent that we put up on the beach. It's all outfitted. So you can spend all day and into the night, you know, at the beach, you know, tables chair like everything is really outfitted for being able to take it out spend the day away and uh and in in that sense it's been a real performer anyway i want to remind people who may be watching this or listening to this we will be live on youtube sunday mornings 10 a.m we'll usually announce it it's not going to be every week we're going to try to be more regular this is our our second episode of january so that's we're ahead of last That's year. It's good. <laughs> we're, we're ahead of last year. But um, the idea behind the live part is to encourage people to participate. And if you want to participate, you can drop us an email. Talk is Jeep podcast at gmail.com. 
We have uh, an Instagram handle, which is at Talk is Jeep Show. Is that correct? Yes, that's it. And Talk is on, Jeep Show. And on Twitter, at Talk is Jeep Show as well. There's a Facebook page called Talk is Jeep Show, or just maybe Talk is Jeep. So you can reach out. You can say, hey, you know, I've got a cool Jeep and want to talk about it. But the idea is to have this be right. a conversation. So if you are catching this on a replay, um, we want to encourage you to check out the YouTube page at Talk is Jeep Show. And you'll see. The and we'd schedule. love to hear your stories as well. I mean, definitely want to get folks involved. You know, yes. send us some pictures and we'll put them up. We'd love to hear your Jeep stories, whether they're extreme or it's a beach Jeep or it's your daily driver, whatever you love about your Jeep. Uh, in fact, when I was uh, doing yesterday's uh, drone session with Julius, a friend of ours drove up and we told him about the Talk is Jeep show. He's probably going to check us out and he wants to take part. He doesn't have a Jeep now, but 20 years ago we had a CJ five and told us a story about how he drove out to Chicago with four, four people in the Jeep and that it was in a wedding. And we're like, tell us your story. That's pretty crazy story to, you know, be that committed to a, a CJ five and drive it to Chicago. Um, you know, everybody's got some kind of funky story and uh, we'd love to, we'd love to hear it. Right. Uh, also speaking of that, we do have a uh, voicemail box, which you can call into and, you know, if you want to leave us a message on that, it's 802-441-JEEP, 802-441-5337. You can leave a voicemail there. No one's going to answer, but uh, you can leave a message <laughs> and we might use that message on the podcast or on the live stream. So again, we're encouraging people to get involved. We're, you know, we're definitely seeing good uh, views on the replays. We're trying to make it more mm -hmm. conversational. So the idea is get involved on the live stream on YouTube Sundays. And um, it's a thing when you have a custom plate, when you have a, a a theme, if you will, to your vehicle, it doesn't matter if it's a Jeep or not, but like, you yep. know, if, I mean, you're a fish fan. I think, I don't know if fish fans and rush fans are, in the same minority level or not rush is very obscure to most mainstream people. So when someone right. pulls up beside me and like gives me the thumbs up or gives me some kind of like, Hey, I get, I get it. Like you're a rush fan. That's awesome. Like, you know, I, I just right. I love that. Like, do you get that with Julius and, and what's, you know, what's that like for you? Totally. So when we were coming home, I think from Killington, uh, and obviously Vermont is where fish is from. There's a lot of people that are fish fans and, you know, the, the red donut. It is obvious. Yeah, of oh, course right, it is. Okay. <laughs> Let me make a note of that fish from Vermont. Okay. Yeah. Fish from Vermont, the fish from Vermont. That's what they, yeah, that's a long name for the band. But, uh, you know, we saw somebody that had a license plate. They saw our plate and they got it. But what really catches people's eye is the, uh, the, the, license plate frame with the with the red donuts on it. They call them the donuts. That's kind of their signature. And uh, I've got a big donut on the one side of my car. How many times I'll get a honk when someone's like going by me 
uh, and just pointing to that, they, they, they get the red donuts being fish. So, and it is cool. It, it's cool to get, you know, that noticed when people are fans, um, you know, we'll be at the beach. Someone will give a thumbs up when they look at it. Um, sometimes because of the Jeep and sometimes, you know, it's because you're a fish fan because you see the donut on their car too. So it's, it's cool. Cool. Anyway, we'll give the computer a rest. <laughs> it's uh, working hard and, uh, we'll see. Which We're one are you, work- uh, which one are you on right now? This is the M1 Max on Ventura. Ah. Okay. All right, Tom. We will uh, we will discuss Jeeps again. We'll have a uh, future broadcast soon. And uh, thanks for sharing. Julius. Sounds good. <laughs>